Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, February 11th, 2023. It's 8.35 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 216 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Saturday. It is Super Bowl Eve out here in Las Vegas, 8.35 a.m., We got a loaded college basketball card to go over today. We got the Super Bowl tomorrow and another loaded college basketball card tomorrow. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. We can't call it the Super Bowl out here. It has to be the big game. Oh, it's the big game. We got the big game tomorrow. (laughs) Big game tomorrow. Kansas City and Philadelphia. We will have a full Super Bowl breakdown tomorrow on episode 217, as well as about a 15 to 16 game card. Tomorrow's episode is going to be awesome, bro, because you got all those college games and they all commence by the time the Super Bowl starts. All the games tomorrow in college basketball are from 9 to 1. All the games will be over by about 3. Super Bowl's at 3:30. How awesome is that? It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. And we've been waiting for four and a half months for this game to uh commence. But, uh, man, we've been on fire in college basketball, so I can't wait to yep. give out my picks today, my brother. It all starts today. Uh, last week's recap was awesome. We had one of the best Sundays ever. For those of you loyal listeners who have been tuning in over the years, that Sunday college slate, man, it is just winner after winner after winner. Um, we picked a combined 68% against the spread. Um, we hit both best bets. We had several winners. Same thing with Saturday. Last weekend was awesome. Let's build on the weekend, and we'll start here today. Um, Obviously, we're going to have a Super Bowl winner. We're going to have some games tomorrow, but it all starts right here. We're going to build up that weekend bankroll and roll it into tomorrow, and it's going to be a profitable weekend. I'm very excited. Uh, Today in College Hoops, we got a lot going on. A lot of games, obviously. Uh, Yeah. And we we got roughly... Two weeks and two days until conference tournament starts. On uh, Monday the 27th, the Atlantic Sun first round kicks off, and that is when we will turn our attention to small school conference tournaments, one of the best weeks of the year. That two-week stretch, man, you got the small schools and the big schools and then Selection Sunday. It's a very exciting time. It's exciting times for us. Uh, Boogie and the Baron love deep uh, dive deep into these small schools. Uh, that's why we prep earlier in the uh, season to be able to be prepared for March Madness, end of February, when these conference tournaments are going to count uh, one-week wonders for these uh Small schools, you know, you can yeah. get an upset, could have a pretty good regular season for a small school. Yeah. And unfortunately, just due to the way that their schedule is set up, it could be just one and done, even if you have yeah. a successful season. So can't wait. We're going to dive deep, deep, deep uh, in these next few weeks. There are 363 teams in college basketball. 12 teams are actually ineligible for the tournament because they're transitioning into D1. Some of them are on two year probation, some of them are on four year probation. So, starting on the 27th, there will be 351 teams alive for the dance, and we will narrow that down to 68. And remember what we say, if you are in the dance... You got a chance. That's right. So, roll with Boogie and Lance. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Our March Madness is going to be fun, but we got a lot of work to do today. Boogie and I both have a 10-pack of picks for you here today, and we will kick this thing off. The 9 o'clock games are starting in about 20 minutes. We don't have anything at 9 o'clock, so anything at 9 a.m., 12 Eastern, bet at your own risk. We really didn't see much out there that we liked. We had a few leans, but 
Our stronger plays are later in the day. That's why we're coming on a little late this morning with you guys. And Boogie, our first game we're going to start with here is our 10 o'clock CBS game. The number nine team in the country, the Kansas Jayhawks. The defending national champions, Bill Self, Jalen Wilson. This team is very good. They're 19-5. and five. They're 7-4 and four in the conference. They've been kind of up and down as of late. They do have road losses at Baylor and at Iowa State. Um, a road win at Kentucky. They beat uh, Kansas State and Texas both at home. Oklahoma, since upsetting Alabama, has lost three consecutive games by double digits. Mm, not so good. They lost the Bedlam game against Oklahoma State at home by 10. They lost at West Virginia by 22, and they lost at Baylor by 10. Oklahoma is slowly playing their way out of the NCAA tournament. A win here for the Sooners can get them a little bit closer for an at-large spot, but Oklahoma's 12-12 and 12 and 2-9 and nine in the conference. As of right now, Joe Lenardi has eight of the ten teams in the big dance out of the Big 12. The two teams that are out are Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Kansas is fighting for a number one seed. That is what they are looking to accomplish. Right now, Lenardi has them on the two line, but a quad one win at Oklahoma will boost their resume. If they can get a little help, they're going to be in contention for a number one seed. Yeah. With that being said, Mm -hmm. when you take a look at the Big 12 standings, this team is always in the hunt for the Big 12 regular season title. Their streak actually snapped a couple years ago. They won like 13 straight Big 12 regular season titles. Big time. When you look at the Big 12 standings, you have Texas on top, and you have a four-way tie for second. Iowa State, Kansas State, Baylor, Kansas, all 7-4. and four. Kansas margin for error, very slim here. But I'll tell you, with a short line going on the road here, I think Kansas goes on the road to Oklahoma. They're the better team, and they get the W. The Kansas money line right now is only minus a dollar sixty. Worth it in my book to lay that first play. Kansas money line minus one sixty. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I can't agree uh, any closer to what you're saying here anymore. Uh, the fact of the matter is Kansas needs to get back on this run. Uh, they did win by four last time at home. Now they're on the road against this Sooner team that has been falling as of late. Uh, I think that they're going to struggle to get to the dance. I don't think they'll make it, unfortunately. Uh, And Bill Self has got this team ready to go, I think, on the road. This is a pretty big rivalry as well. So I think that uh, they will be ready for it on the road. And I think that they can go ahead and take care of business. I'm going to go ahead and be a little cheap here. Oh, you don't say. I am being cheap here. I'm going to take Kansas. I'm laying three to Kansas's uh, Oklahoma yeah. squad. Give me Kansas minus three <coughs> as I think that they take care of business big time. We have a combo bet to start the day off. Kansas, boogie laying the three. I'm taking money line to be safe. You could do it both ways and pick up a couple of the units that usually comes through for us. 10 o'clock CBS, you guys can catch that game. And we start episode 216. Pick 2 of 10 is yet another agreement pick from Boogie and myself. And it's a rivalry game. Alabama at Auburn. This game's at 11 o'clock on ESPN. The Alabama Crimson Tide come in 21-3 and and 11-0 and in the SEC. A fantastic season. If you guys haven't seen Brandon Miller play, he is going to be a lottery pick. He's a freshman, and he's the average is 19-8. and 
They still got Javon Quinterly and Sears. They got a lot of talent over there. Nate Oates' squad got it going on. Since that blowout loss at Oklahoma, which shocked everybody, they've all they've done is blown out everybody they've played. They beat Vandy by 60, LSU by 10, and Florida by 28. Auburn has lost four of their last five games. We talked about how Auburn had kind of a cupcake schedule there early on in SEC play. And it's finally coming back around to them. They had a heartbreaking loss at Tennessee. Then they lost at Texas A&M. So uh, margin for error for Auburn very slim as they could easily play their way out of the NCAA tournament. A loss here to Auburn is not going to hurt their resume, but a win here is going to very much help their resume. Alabama's number one in the SEC with a uh, two-game lead over Texas A&M. They are four up on Auburn, who is tied with Kentucky for the four seed. Now, when you when it comes down to March Madness comparisons here, Alabama is actually a number one seed right now. Yes. Number, number two overall behind Purdue. Um, and when you look at Auburn... They can slowly, they're a nine. They're trending down, as you can see. Mm. A loss here, like I said, doesn't hurt them. I don't think they'll drop. They'll probably stay lateral with the loss here. Um, I'm looking at this Alabama team who has been very impressive all year, and this is another low money line. I mean, they're minus two on the road. Our second pick's Alabama, guys. I'm taking Alabama minus 135 to go down to Auburn and get a win. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, my friend. Alabama laying uh, two and a half right now on the uh, the total 155 and a half. I think also that you haven't mentioned this when these two teams get together, they also uh, foul fest a little chippy out there. So uh, watch out for that. I think it comes down to free throws maybe towards the end. This Alabama team though is 12 and 0 in the SEC. Uh, I like them to win this game outright. Yep. This game might be a little bit tighter than my confidence in the Kansas game. So I'm going to go right there with you on Alabama on the money line. Bama money line minus 135. And just like that, we have a one seed and a two seed, both on the road, spot and short. Don't be afraid. Now, I actually have a bold prediction here with my third pick. I go to the ACC and I look at a Clemson-North Carolina matchup on ESPN2 at 11 o'clock. Clemson has a lot on the line here, Boogie, yeah. and so does North Carolina. Yep. You take a look at the ACC standings right now and you see Clemson on top of those ACC standings. Reading up on Joe Lenardi's deal here, a loss here for Clemson. This is how crazy college basketball is. A loss here for Clemson moves them all out of the automatic qualifier role as leaders of the ACC into the last four into the tournament. Wow. That is a crazy draw. Wow, that is crazy. When you look at North Carolina, they've had an up-and-down season. And we talked about pre-show how it's actually sometimes kind of beneficial to kind of take some lumps during the season before getting into the dance. Look at North Carolina last year. Mm -hmm. Coming out of the eighth spot, rolling to the final four, had a 20-point lead at halftime until you had to open your mouth and talk about how they're going to win the championship. <laughs> and then they blow the championship game and Kansas wins the national title. But we covered. But we covered the four points because they lost by three. North Carolina right now, one of the last four into the dance. A win here can propel them into the actual tournament bracket and out of that first four in. I think... 
I'm making a prediction here that North Carolina plays their best game of the season today. They've lost three in a row, Pitt at Duke and at Wake Forest. They're back at home. Clemson has slowly but surely also lost two in a row at Boston College at home against Miami. They got a full week of rest. I think North Carolina gets up for this game. You look at the number and you're like, why in the world is North Carolina favored by seven? Why? Because they're going to cover. That's why. (laughs) North Carolina, lay the seven. One of my favorite picks today. You heard it here first. North Carolina plays their best game of the season and beats Clemson by double digits, moves them to the bubble, and moves them out of the bubble. That is my bold prediction. I love the Tar Heels today. Let's go, Carolina. Let me take a little peek at your sheet. Oh, we got a 1230 SEC spot for your next game here, Boogie. We are going to Vanderbilt and Florida on SEC Network. Vandy's coming off that buzzer beater win against Tennessee. Very impressed. Florida's lost three of their last four. They Mm -hmm. did beat Tennessee on the 1st of February, but they lost pretty handily. Uh, They lost by five at Kentucky, and they lost by a bunch at Alabama. Now they're at home laying a big number Against a Vandy team that's riding some momentum. Vandy's competitive. They're five and six in conference. You know this. If Vandy upsets Florida today, they have the same record in and overall, in conference and overall. Vandy 12 and 12, Florida 13 and 11, five and six and six and five in conference, respectively. A Vandy upset here ties them up all together with Florida. So. I'm not seeing that much of a separation between Vanderbilt and Florida. Not much of a separation here. The Commodores are 35-17-1 against the spread their last 53 road games. 10-2 against the spread their last 12 Saturday games. And we're here on a Saturday. It's Saturday, baby. Yes, sir. Um, and also we got the Gators. Uh, they're 5-2 against the spread their last 7 games following against the spread loss. So... They've been okay after the ATS loss, uh, but this team right now, I cannot see Vanderbilt uh, losing outright by 8, 9, 10 points. We're getting 8.5 here. Yep. Um, Scotty Pippen Jr. no longer on the team. He's in the G League NBA, yep. uh, but this Vanderbilt team still keeping it pretty close. Like you said, records-wise, they're very close. I think Vanderbilt can go ahead and keep it uh, close on the road, and uh, I really like them. Also, Florida not shooting very well lately over the last five games. They're under 40% here. I think Vanderbilt will hang around. Give me Vanderbilt plus 8.5. I like that, Boog. I like that analysis. These two teams are very close together when you look at the SEC standings. I mean, Florida at 6-5, and Vandy at 5-6, and they're right there in the middle of the pack. Um, This could be a a preview of a SEC tournament game down in uh, Nashville. Um, later on, which Vandy is actually located in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. So Vanderbilt, um, this probably won't be the last time we see Vandy in Florida lock up. So it's going to be a chess match, and I- I'm with you all the way. Uh, Boogie's third pick is Vanderbilt getting the points. I am um, I'm going off grid here for my third pick. I got this diamond out of the rough this oh, early boy. this morning. We're going, Boogie, to the Southern Conference. We're going to the SoCon. SoCon. We're going to the SoCon. Now, when you take a look at the SoCon standings here, you have the Furman Paladins. Holy cow. 20-6, and 11-2 in conference, averaging 82 points a game, winners of seven in a row, playing a Western Carolina team, who has also won a few in a row, too. They beat uh, Chattanooga, and they beat Wofford on the road in double overtime. Western Carolina can compete. They're more... Uh, they're fourth in the conference, so this does have maybe a semifinal of the SoCon kind of vibe. But this firepower that Furman brings to the table is fantastic. 
Look at the points they put up, Boogie. 94, 80, 79, 91. This team scores points. Bottom line. Mm. And I think Furman has a very good opportunity here to get into the 90s. And I don't think Carolina, Western Carolina gets out of the 70s. I could see an easy 20-point dub here at home for Furman. They're locked up in a three-way tie with Samford and UNC Greensboro for the Southern Conference uh, one seed right now. And um, they have the tiebreaker, so right now they are the number one seed in the SoCon right now. And I think they just keep that train rolling. I mean, the line doesn't make much sense. It looks it really like does. You would look at it and be like, damn, that's a little too high. I'm not afraid, though. I'm laying it with Furman. I think Furman, if you guys haven't watched them play, this team. Deep dive, baby. Deep this, dive. This Furman team is top five in the nation in scoring, and they can put the ball in the hole flat out, like without a doubt. If you haven't seen this kid, Mike Bothwell, play, he's a 6'3 senior from Cleveland Heights, 18 and a half a game. Um, he scores the basketball. He's a fifth-year senior with the COVID year. Furman's got their best opportunity this year to get into the tournament and actually make a run at it. Um, keep an eye on Furman. Remember this conversation. Give me Furman laying the 15 against Western Carolina today in a blowout. Mm. Um, your fourth pick is actually my fifth pick. We're going to the ACC, and we're looking at this Duke and Virginia spot. Uh Intro the game for us, Boogie. 1 I mean, o'clock ESPN, Duke at Virginia. 1 o'clock ESPN. I mean, here's the, the, the fact of the matter is Duke has not been playing very well, especially since they got into the uh, conference play. Uh, they have not been doing well. Virginia, Tony Bennett squad, unbelievable. Number 8 tier right now in the uh, nation. They're laying 6 against Duke at home. Virginia is. Um, Duke's squad is kind of <coughs> inexperienced. I just got it on a feel here. I know Virginia probably deserves to be that six-point favorite. Yep. Uh, they got that pack line defense of Tony Bennett. Um, I think, though, that Duke can go ahead and keep it close. Uh, we shall see what these young, inexperienced guys got out there. We're uh, into February now, midway through. You know, these guys got to get ready. I know John Shire will have his team ready to go. I'm going to take a shot here and a stab. I think Duke will go ahead and keep it closer than people think. Give me Duke plus six points. Great intro, great breakdown there, Boogie. Boogie's fourth pick is Duke plus six. My fifth pick is Duke plus six. I think, you know, for a team that struggled on the road, you're kind of just waiting. Like, when are they going to show up and play good on the road? They got one road win in conference all season. It was at Georgia Tech, who's outside of Louisville, the worst team in this conference. Um, They have... They, and they squeaked out a win at Boston College by one point, but lost at VTech. Got blown off by Miami earlier this week. I think Duke gets up for this game. I, Duke and Virginia, they always play tight games. Duke obviously has probably more talented players. Virginia probably has a little bit better of a coaching edge with Tony Bennett winning national titles. John Shire in his first year. Duke is very similar to me to Carolina and Kentucky. They're taking their lumps during the season, but watch out for those three blue buds once we have a bracket. Right. Duke has all the talent in the world. I think they can go on the road, and I agree. I think they keep it close. Virginia has a big opportunity today because Clemson's down there against Carolina. Pitt is at Florida State. Virginia's hosting Duke. They're the lone home team in this three-way tie today. A Virginia win and a Clemson-Pittsburgh loss, they are now sitting atop the standings. I don't know if Duke can upset them. I think they can, 
So I'll take the six. Plain, right. plain and simple. Um, I'll intro our next game, and it is another agreement pick as we head to the Big 12. Baylor at TCU today down in Fort Worth. This TCU team, ever since Mike Miles has been injured, it has been such a different team. Really is. When you don't have your best player, your facilitator, your point guard, your leading scorer out there, your dynamics completely change. And we've seen TCU kind of sputter a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, the committee does take this into play. Mm-hmm. If Mike Miles gets healthy by the tournament, they'll be seated accordingly. They're not going to punish TCU for losing games without Mike Miles. Right. They've lost three of their last four games at Mississippi State. They squeaked out a win against West Virginia, but they just lost to Oklahoma State and Kansas State, respectively, back-to-back. Baylor's won four or five. They're getting hot at the right time. Their only loss in their last five was a five-point loss at Texas, which is no, not a bad loss at all. Um, Baylor, who just won the national championship a couple of years ago, um, find themselves in a similar spot. They're fighting for, for a better seed in the bracket. When you look at Baylor, Baylor's a three seed right now, and TCU's a five. Um, like I said, you could tell they're not really punishing TCU for losing these games, but Baylor, if you guys haven't seen Baylor play, I think outside of Houston, Baylor has the best backcourt in the country with George, Flagler, and LJ Cryer. Mm. They got Jalen Bridges, the transfer. Jonathan uh, Chachawa is back from injury. Flo throw. I mean, this team is finally healthy. They're playing good basketball right now. And you're giving me a short line on the road against a TCU team without their best player. So my sixth pick, Boogie's fifth pick, Baylor Moneyline, minus $1.25. I'll see you at the window with that see one. See you at the window with that one. And obviously these two teams also played earlier already with TCU winning a squeaker 88-87 at Baylor on January 4th. Yeah. I think uh, Baylor comes back on this revenge game. And uh, they'll go ahead and take care of business. Money line. I couldn't. I couldn't agree more, my friend. I think Baylor goes on the road and gets this dub today. Uh, let me see. Let me peek at your sheet real quick. You got nothing on this, so we got the. Oh, you got a lot of late games. Hell yeah, I do. I, I got a couple quick games I want to give out before Boogie dives into his late night action. I have this Wisconsin Nebraska spot at one o'clock on the Big Ten Network. We got to the window with Nebraska on Sunday, yeah, and they beat the snot out of Penn State sure did. at home. This team can compete. You look at Nebraska's record in the Big Ten; it's four and ten. You don't really look like it does, they don't look like a powerhouse team, but Wisconsin has not been very consistent. Mm-mm. Under five hundred in Big Ten play. I mean, Nebraska obviously is is not in the field or even on the bubble right now. And when you look at Wisconsin, they're on the four, first four outline on uh, Lenardi's updated bracket as of yesterday. Um, ne- Nebraska is just in a spoiler spot here against Wisconsin. Wisconsin has not been the Wisconsin of old, though, Boogs. It, 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 they have not looked good. Nebraska being at home, they their home court has been very good. And I'm going to take the three points that I'm getting with Nebraska as my next pick. I think I think they can maybe upset Wisconsin today. So give me the Cornhuskers getting the three. Um, my next one, before we dive into your stuff, Tennessee and Missouri. If you haven't seen Tennessee play, they're one of the best teams in the country, and they're coming off a heartbreaking loss to rival Vanderbilt on the road. Buzzer beater three earlier this week. Gotta just, they got to be disgusted by that. They're playing a Missouri team that scores 82 points a game. And 
I'll tell you what, they're going to struggle to score today. Tennessee's out for blood. I'll keep it simple. Tennessee minus 12. They are going to blow Missouri out today. Yeah, they've been playing some head-scratching games. Don't understand what's been going on with them, Tennessee. But uh, that's a that's a good pick. I mean, I think this one is a big-time uh, game for Tennessee. They need yeah. to go ahead and show the uh, committee that they can win on at a home because this is a big game for them. Lay the 12 with Tennessee. So Tennessee, Nebraska, my, my last two picks here. And uh, Boogie's got some more action, 3 o'clock on ESPN. We have Indiana at Michigan. And uh, you've been a big Michigan backer over the years when it comes to this time. We talked about how Michigan has the exact same record this year as they did last year when they went to the Sweet 16. Now here they are hosting an Indiana team who's won a couple games in a row. They won four or five. Kind of fluky games that they've Indiana has won the last couple games at home. Uh, I think this is a big-time win, though, for Michigan. It's a resume builder. Uh, to be able to beat number 18, Indiana, at home, it's a must-win for them being 14-10, and 8-5 in the Big Ten. Both teams at 8-5, uh, but Michigan at home, I think they'll be able to take care of business. Obviously, we got uh, a great matchup with Dickinson and, and Trace Jackson, yeah. uh, but I think that this home team and the resume building, I'm going to back the Wolverines here, Michigan, on the money line. All right, Michigan money line. Let me see if I can get you a number. Minus 135 for the Wolverines. They are right outside the bubble. This is a resume builder, like you said. If they can knock off Indiana today, They'll move up. If you look at the standings, they're tied for second. Mm, so right there. If usually Big Ten teams, if you're if you're 500 or better in conference play, they usually get an at large spot because Big Ten is a very talented Tough. talented conference. Um, so we are now on the last page of our deal here, and I'm trying to see. Okay, I got one. Mississippi State at Arkansas, my next game. Now you look at the SEC, and it's been very highly contested. Arkansas actually came into this season, Boogie, with high aspirations. Best recruiting class in the country. Their squad's loaded, but they haven't really, similar to Carolina, Duke, mm-hmm. Kentucky, um, kind of working out their kinks still. I don't think they're ready to be laying six and a half to a Mississippi State team who plays very good defense, only giving up 58 points a game. With that being said, Mississippi State's won four in a row. They're on a nice little roll here. The Bulldogs are 16-8. and eight. And I think Mississippi State could keep this thing close with their defense. We always talk about how defense travels. I think it travels today. And I'm going to take Mississippi State. I'll buy the half a point, plus seven at Arkansas. I think that's a sharp play. I really do. Um, we move on to your next one. We're just going to keep this quick, man. We got Miami, Florida at home against uh, Louisville. Louisville, I, I mean, this is just a tough times right now for this program. They're three and twenty-one, one and twelve in the ACC. Miami nineteen and five, ten and four. As you guys know, this is one of my best favorite teams to bet over the last few years. Miami yeah. already rolled December fourth, eighty to fifty-three over Louisville. Now they're at home. That was on the road. Miami at home, laying twenty and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take another stab here. Miami minus twenty points. I'll buy a hook. Wow. Keep it simple. Miami minus 20. We're looking at a 20 to 30 point win for the Hurricanes today, who continue to boost their resume from their Elite Eight appearance last year. Boogie, your next one's in the Pac 12, ESPN 5 o'clock, Arizona visiting Stanford. Yes, sir. Arizona's actually rolling again. They're on the road this time against this Stanford team that's not very good. I think another blowout win for Arizona over here. I'll take a minus seven and a half. 
Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, take a stab here as Arizona another 10-point to 15-point win. Arizona laying seven and a hook at Stanford to blow them out on the road. Arizona's been rolling. Seton Hall at Villanova, FS1, 5 o'clock. Nova, five-point favorite here against the Hall. Yeah, Nova's been playing pretty well as of late, but uh, Seton Hall, I think, plus five here looks like a good winner for me. Uh, They're eight and six in the conference. Nova's had their struggles. New coach, new players. They still got Caleb over there, Caleb Daniels. But the fact of the matter is Seton Hall, I think, uh, is a better team this year. And uh, I'm going to go ahead plus five points with Seton Hall. Plus five for Seton Hall. So, Boogie, Miami minus 20, Arizona minus seven and a half, Seton Hall plus five. Your tenth and final pick is a late nighter, ESPN 7 o'clock, number seven, UCLA at Oregon. Oregon in a big resume builder spot here. Part of Lenardi's first four out. A win here for Oregon jumps them in the field. UCLA is trying to get themselves a one seed. They're currently a two seed in Lenardi's bracket. So you got UCLA here, Boogie, spotting a little two and a half on the road at Oregon. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take UCLA. They're the more dominant team in the conference, number seven in the, in the, the country right now. Oregon's struggling this year. Nine and five in the conference. It's a pretty good conference, not as good as it used to be uh, last few years. But uh, UCLA, I think, is the better team here, and it's short wood, minus two and a half. I'll go ahead and lay the hook. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to buy the hook. UCLA minus two. UCLA minus two, Boogie's fourth and final. My fourth and final is a late night one Mountain West action, Utah State at San Jose State. San Jose State's been really good on at home this year, and they're five and six in conference. They're trying to creep their way up to a maybe first-round bye in the Mountain West tournament out here in Vegas here in a couple of weeks. San Jose State Spartans have been a really good home team. Utah State's been fantastic, but I think San Jose State can play their pace and play their style at home. And I look for San Jose State to cover the six at 7 o'clock. That's my, that's my last one. So that's it, my friend. 30-minute show, quick and easy. It is best bet time. And I'm very excited about today's card. We have a lot of action. And I, and I got to go with your Tar Heels as my best bet, my man. Barron's Blockbuster best bet. North Carolina Tar Heels lay the seven against Clemson. They're going to play their best game, and they're going to win by double digits. All right. Simple as that. I'm uh, going to go ahead and take this uh, team that is not even ranked right now, Michigan at home today. Michigan on the money line, minus $1.35 to take care of business against Indiana. Michigan on the money line is Boogie's blockbuster best bet for today. There you go. Michigan money line and UNC minus seven. That's a quick little 30-minute show. The The games tip off in an hour. Time to get to work. You guys have a great day today. We'll see you guys tomorrow for our Super Bowl big game special, baby. Bearing out. Good luck, everybody. Boogie out.